Praise the Lord. This is Pastor David Moore, Make a Difference Ministry. I want to share with you part two of a message series that I've been preaching on entitled, Why Repent? What is the significance or the importance of repentance? Well, we found out in point number one that repentance lets God restore, forgive, and purify us. And then we also studied in Revelation how it is critical to repent because if we don't repent of our sins, He will come and remove that candlestick out of our heart. And that's something that we don't want. And another thing is that if we don't repent, uh, possibility, we are going to miss the rapture. And not only that, if we don't repent, we're going to experience judgment. So it's very critical, very important for you and I, as men and women of God, to repent on a daily basis, to have that repentant heart. Amen. You know, I wrote this down because it's a very, very powerful statement that I found by a powerful man of God, uh, which just says this, repentance helps in a repentant heart. That's because heartfelt godly repentance is a sign we still seek God. Amen to that. It is a sign of the Holy Spirit working in us. Amen to that. So the minute we give up on it, we are living in our sin. Uh-oh. Sometimes we refuse to repent on purpose because we want to continue in sin. Well, I have to honestly confess that I've been in that attitude where I didn't want to repent because, you know, I enjoyed that sin. And I knew I was going to sin it again and I knew I was going to do it again. So why repent if I'm going to continue doing it? But really, is that an excuse to practice sin? Is that an excuse for me to say, you know, I'm going to practice sin? You know, my prayer is, Holy Spirit, help me. And I resist, and you know, I resist, and I keep resisting so that I don't give in to that sin. It's very important uh, to live in an attitude of repentance. Now, point number two, part two of point two here is repentance helps us be humbled. Yes, that's what I said. Repentance humbles us. Amen. I think about that scripture when I think about this phrase, and which we're going to go to it here later in our scriptures, uh, that if I humble myself, God will exalt me. You know, whenever I humble myself and I repented of my sin, boy, when he came and began to restore my heart, he began to wash me and purify me through the word. I promise you, it felt good. It felt very wonderful and exciting for him to come in my heart. Boy, lifted up that burden, taking away that guilt You know, I call guilt and condemnation that ball and chain. 
Boy, he set me free. He liberated me. And I'm so thankful that God set me free from sin. I'm so thankful that God liberated me and that God did something to me and set me free from the ball and chain of sin. You know, it really amazes me how much we carry sin in our lives. It really amazes me how many people allow unforgiveness and they allow uh, condemnation and they allow guilt to suppress them and and that uh, and, and it just keep them in a state of defeat keep them in a state of negativity God wants to cleanse us from our sin church God wants us to be renewed in the spirit of our mind. He wants us to be refreshed and restored. Amen. Now, I want to look at a couple of scriptures tonight. Or today, I should say. Amen. And I want to share with you in uh, different couple translations. But first of all, King James Version. I want to look at, um, let me see here. I want to look at 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 25 and verse 26 and and the Bible says in meekness instructing these that oppose themselves if God perventure will give them repentance to the knowledge of the truth and that they may recover themselves out of the snare of the devil who are taken captive by him at his will. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we invite the Holy Spirit to, to, to manifest himself through the reading of the word of God. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this message. We thank you for this inspired thought, this, this uh, question that will help us understand And I thank you, God, for this opportunity to be your mouthpiece. I thank you, Heavenly Father, for being your vessel. And I just ask you to flow through me, flow through my thoughts. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we bind Satan. We bind every demonic activity that will hinder us from receiving and hearing what you would have us hear and what you would have us receive. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen and amen. Now notice something here what Paul said in 2 Timothy chapter 5 or chapter uh, 2 verse verse 5 says in meekness instructing those that oppose themselves if God perventure will give them repentance to the knowledge of the truth and that they may recover That's a very interesting word, recover. That they may recover. That's interesting, ain't it? I noticed my side reference, it gives the word in the Greek, awake. Awake themselves out of the stem of the devil who has taken them captive at his will. Now, now I want to read this out of a couple different translations. Now, I received this book, I've been praying and praying for a book 
that had different types of translations in it, along with the King James Version that broke down different parts of the scripture. And I found one that has 26 translations and it breaks down the King James Version of the Bible verse by verse. God allowed me to find this teeth, this book, man, and I'm telling you, I'm so blessed to get it. Um, and I, I just love books and I love Bibles and different types of study Bibles, of course. I'm very picky, so I just don't read everything. I don't read Jehovah's Witness Bible or the Mormon's Bible or anything like that. I, I read the Bible, the Bible. But anyway, verse 25 here says, In meekness, instructing those that oppose themselves. Now, in a gentle way, we must discipline those who put themselves in opposition. Very interesting there. It says here, in another translation, it gives correcting, and I mean, correcting his opponents with gentleness. Or another one says, gently guiding those who go against the teaching. It's very important that when we correct, that we need to be um, teachable. But not only that, but we need to correct them in a spirit of meekness, a spirit of gentleness, because at one time you were in that predicament yourself. The last thing we want to do is is rebuke and scold that person because they have fallen astray. You know, it, it, for instance, like we don't want to sit there and tell them, you stupid dummy. You should know better than to sit there and backslide the way you did. You no good piece of worm. Now that's wrong. When you go and schooling somebody, you do it out of the spirit of love. When the Holy Ghost begins to teach us and he begins to correct us, he does it out of the spirit of love. And we should take on that same characteristic and apply that principle in helping others be restored. Amen. To help others come back to Christ. Now notice this point. My second point. I want to get this point out before we go any further. Repentance helps us to be humbled. So when this person, think about this, comes to you in a humbled state, don't beat them up. Right? Don't beat them up and kick them when they're down. Show the spirit of love and build them up. Show them the spirit of Christ. The characteristic that Christ possesses. You know, when he when he rebuked the Pharisees and he rebuked the Sadducees, <laughs> he did it out of love. When he corrected disciples, can you imagine how Peter felt when he denied Jesus three times 
And right in front of everybody, he said, I won't deny. I'll die with you. And sure enough, as soon as that happened, he denied. And Jesus said, when the crow, you know the story. When the sound of that crow cries out three times, think about that. The Bible said Peter wept bitterly. The Bible says that when Judas betrayed Jesus, he hung himself. Boy, that's the opposite, the opposite of humility, ain't it? That's the opposite of being humbled. Repentance humbles you. So when this person or individual comes to you in that type of mind frame, you love them. You build them up. You exhort them. Encourage them. And strengthen them. Amen. Very critical. Very, very critical and very important. Now look at this scripture. It said, if God perventure, will give them repentance. If God, it says here, if perhaps God will give them or may give them repentance. For possible God may give them a changed mind or a changed heart. Amen. That's what we want, right? We want God to 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 cleanse them and change them and renew them and refresh them. Or another one, like I said before, restore them. We want them running toward God, not running from God or running from Christians. Too many Christians are negative. Too many Christians, religious Christians, attack other Christians because they they just want to tear them down. That's not the spirit of Christ. That's not the spirit of love. Amen. It's very critical. Very important. I already feel guilty as enough. You know what I'm saying? I already feel bad enough. So I don't need you to knock me in the head because I failed. You know, I remembered when the church, God put this thought in my spirit. Talking about being restored spiritually and God told me to tell them start over church let's all just start over forgive each other forgive ourselves ask God to forgive us ask God to cleanse us ask God to renew us that's what we want the renewal of the Holy Spirit The renewing of the Holy Ghost. We want God to change us. We want God to refresh us. We want God to forgive us and restore us. So if we want God to do that for us, how much more should we want God to do it for other people? Think about that for a minute. Contemplate on that thought for a minute. 
We need to do this in the spirit of love. And I want to encourage you. If you have fallen short. And you have. Um, gave in to temptation. Don't beat yourself up in the head. Run back to God. Get on your face. And repent of your sins. It's very critical. In this hour that we're living in. With the COVID-19. And with all this going on with our government. And uh, Black Lives Matter. That devil is sticking up his head to create division and strife. We need to let God forgive us. We need to forgive each other. So that restoration and renewal and revival can come to our land. But we need to to, to, to uh, build up each other in the spirit of love and meekness. So that we can run to God with repentance. Amen. Listen to this. To the knowledge of the truth. To full knowledge of truth. Unto a personal knowledge of the truth. That leads to a knowledge of truth. For a recognition of the truth. How many here wants to have a personal knowledge of Jesus? How many here wants to, to have this personal, intimate relationship with Jesus Christ? So that we can cry out to God and He forgive us of our sins. I want God to forgive me of my sins so much so that when, when, when I have an opportunity, I can forgive somebody else. Brother, let me help you. Sister, let me help you. Come on. I know what it feels like to be rejected. Or I know what it feels like to be beaten up with guilt and condemnation. And I know what it's like to be built or beat up by, by uh, condemnation. So I come to you for restoration. I come to you for renewal in the Holy Ghost. Build me up, God. Restore me. That's what we want, right? Praise God. I'll tell you something. It's very important that we repent of our sins and wake out of our sin. Wake up from a habit of sin. Asking God to forgive us. Asking God to change us. Repentance helps us to be humbled. Listen. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 3. Verse 24. Surely he scorneth the scorners. But he gives grace to the lowly. Listen. Oh my Lord. That verse right there just opened up a can of worms. How many of you want to feel the grace of God? How many of you want to sense God's grace? Paul said in Romans chapter 6, What shall we say then? Verse 1, Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid, certainly not. Don't have that thought in your mind. It's time to move on. But listen, if you need to repent, don't shy from it. Accept it. 
Receive that forgiveness of sins. Receive that forgiveness of sins. Receive that washing of the water of the Holy Ghost, church. Let God cleanse you and refresh you and renew you. You know, I remember when I was in a hospital, when I had open heart surgery. And, you know, they had my heart stopped. They had me on a respirator. And they had me breathing on my own or on a machine and and um, doing draw crupal surgery. Four arteries plugged. 280%, 250%. Luckily, they found the fourth one while they were doing the other three. And you know what? I went back to the doctor just several weeks ago. And they did a, a, a what do you call that? I had two different exams done to me, and it did an echogram. And they put this ultrasound on my heart, on my chest there, and they were making video screens of it on a machine, and I could see my heart, and I, it was crazy. I saw my valve moving. She showed me both of my valves of my heart, and they were moving. And that valve that I seen right up top, the bigger one, it was moving so fast that I got to looking at that thing and I said, my Lord, that thing is moving and moving nonstop every second, every minute, constantly moving in and out, in and out. Just take your finger and hold it and go up and down, up and down real fast. And I kept doing that. My finger, I get tired. But my heart wasn't stopped pumping blood. It was just continually pumping. And I got to thinking. Life. God has given us life. God has allowed us to live. And have life. We all could be dead and gone separated for all eternity from him but he's given us life to live how much more should we repent and run to him with a humbled heart with a contrite spirit break me use me search me Oh, lead me. God, do what you need to do in me and through me. My life is yours. Excuse me. I come to you and I repent of my sin. I'm tired of being asleep in my sin. God, I need to recover. I need to wake up out of my sin. So that I can serve you and live for you. You've given me life to live. Why am I wasting it in sin? Excuse me. Why am I wasting living and practicing a life 
of unrighteousness, fruitless death. <coughs> Excuse me. Instead of serving you, God, you've given me life. Think about that. We need to repent and stay humbled with a contrite spirit. Asking God to forgive us and cleanse us from a life of sin and ungodliness. The Bible says in James 4, 6, very powerful scripture. Submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Wait a minute. That's verse 7. In order for me to do that, I must go to verse 6. But he giveth more grace. Wherefore he said, God resists the proud but gives grace to the humble. So submit yourself therefore to God. Resist the devil and he'll flee from you. Or I like to say it like this. Resist a life of sin. Draw nigh to God. And he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners. Purify your hearts, you double-minded. Be afflicted and mourn. And weep. And let your laughter be turned into mourning. And your joy to heaven is humble yourself in the sight of the Lord. And he shall lift you up. Very important. Second step. The first step that we've been talking about is repentance. Let's God restore, forgive, and purify us. Number two, repentance helps us be humbled in His sight. That is awesome, church. I want to encourage you today. I want to encourage you. God loves you. God cares about you. Mm. Oh, I'll tell you something. God cares about you. It's not too late for you to repent. It's not too late for you to accept the call of God. Repent of your sin. Look at Paul. He killed Christians. He stoned him to death. Thought he was doing the will of God. But then on the road to Damascus. Acts chapter 9. Paul humbled himself. God knocked him down. Brother, and I'm telling you something. God changed Saul to Paul. God changed his nature. God changed his identity. And God can do it for you. God can do it for me. He can change our identity. He can change that identity. That one that we accepted. That's a lie. That I'm a sinner. And I'm a no good idiot. Wrong devil. I'm a son of God. I'm a daughter of God. And I come to him in repentance. And he's going to restore me. Because he said he was. His word's going to wash me clean. Because he said he was. God said it. And I believe it. Hallelujah. Thank you Jesus. I believe. I will. 
I take it. I have it. Thank you. I forgive. That's simple, church. God bless you. And you have a great day.